This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, this is Spin Talk with Lauren. Today I would love to hear from you if there is a communion coming up in your house this year. Maybe there was one last year or the year before. I'd like to hear how it all went. Was it something that set you back a fair few? Bob, what advice would you have for someone this year? But if it is coming up in your household very soon... How much are you planning on spending? Because every year that we talk about this, I'm always fairly overwhelmed by the amount of money that people spend. I understand it is a really big day, but if you can't afford it, a lot of people feel, well, then why would you spend it? But there's a lot of pressure around communion time. um, And I'm sure a lot of people have felt that. Last year, parents spent about €845. That was an average on their child's first Holy Communion. So I mentioned this lady a couple of minutes ago. Teresa Kelly's her name. She's from Rohini. And she set up a pop-up shop over the weekend just gone. And I believe they were very, very busy. Teresa is on the line with me now. Hi there. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Teresa, I'd say you can't believe you're in the paper and everything. Oh, will you stop? I'm mortified. <laughs> but look, Teresa, I tried explaining this and I said, you know what? She'll tell the story better herself. You overheard two women talking about a Holy Communion. Is that right? They were actually two very young mothers. And they were saying that they were going to go to a money lender and they were going to borrow a thousand euros, which meant they would have had to pay back 70 euros a week. And it got me thinking. So I rang, hold on for a minute, I'm walking. Oh, you're great. I rang, <laughs> I rang some friends of mine and one of them owns the dry cleaners, the other owns the centre. And I said, look, can we help these families out in any way? I said, it's spiraling out of control. It's gone ridiculous. So they all said yes. So I put a call out and I was blown away by the response. Blown away. That is brilliant to hear because I think, you know, I, I, I think when you put yourself in someone's shoes, you're like, God, you know, that could be me or you might have remembered what it was like when you were forking out for communions, Teresa. And as well, you see, this is this. I was lucky. My mother was amazing because I was left a widow very young. So my mother was fantastic with me. But in saying that, I have children who are raring now and I see them doing it. And you're looking and you're saying, is it really a case of keeping up with the Joneses? Well, that's what we hear. And I said this earlier, like every year, it seems to be more and more is the average spend. Well, that average spend you're talking about is actually only on the dress and dressing one child. Oh, wow. Some of the dresses that have been sent in to me are brand spanking new. And they all have price tags on them in up to three to four hundred euros. That is a lot of money, Teresa. So you, what you did was you called out for people to donate dresses. Is that right? Yes, and suits for the boys. And suits. And I mentioned as well you had outfits for mums and dads. Yes, a boutique out at the Lewis Hat Society have donated uh, their designer dresses for the mothers. That is brilliant. With accessories. So how did the so, weekend go? Friday, it was very slow. It was like people were testing the water to see if it was high profile or which way it was. Some were very embarrassed. But then when they came in, I have a lady with me, Pamela, and we were able to put them at their ease, and then the experience was phenomenal. I think we got more of it than the kids did. Really? Yeah, it was great to see little girls crying with, with laughter, coming back and banging on the window and putting their heads in and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, that's so nice. Because obviously you were dealing with families who are finding things tough, Teresa. But not only that, what amazed us yesterday more than anything, uh, some people came in 
and you would look at them in the street and say, oh, you know, they're all right. They weren't. The outer appearance made them look as if, yes, I'm okay, Jack. But when you got speaking to them and about their circumstances, no, it was a totally different story. They were struggling as much as everybody else. And so what kind of circumstances are you hearing about, Trees? Like, what are the pressures people are under? We're hearing about young single mothers who are doing a phenomenal job on their own. But then when it comes to communion, there's no help out there for them. Then we hear about young fathers that are are um, doing the same. Uh, married couples that have a couple of children and they're trying to dress their children. Remember, at communion, it's not about one child. If you have four children, they all have to be brought up to a certain level and the parents feel that they have to do the same. Yeah. So the whole idea around this was to take away that it's not charity we're giving you, we're giving you a helping hand. Yeah. We're just helping you. Uh, we're not there to ask questions. You come in, the shop is done as if it's a normal shop. There is a, a donation box on the counter which has no names, no nothing on it. And that all goes to ICHH, Inner City Helping the Homeless. And that's how it's done. And they will say to you, how much is the charge? And we'll just say, put whatever you can in the box. So you're not charging anything? If they don't anything. have it, nothing. It's just nothing. whatever they have, they can donate to Inner City Helping Homeless. It, that's the box on the counter and that's it. And then we walk away and they do their donation in private. The children go back into the changing room and they think mommy or daddy is paying for it. They come out then and their clothes are put into the same dress suits that they would get in the high class shops. That is amazing, Teresa. I'd say you've nothing left after the weekend. Our stock is very low at the moment, very low. So we're hoping now that more people... Now, this morning it was amazing because Facebook was hopping with people donating stuff. But all I would say to people that are donating, and I don't want to come across as a bitch, don't send out anything that you wouldn't put your own children or you wouldn't wear yourself in. No, you're dead right. Because otherwise people will be like, oh, great, I'll do a clear out and I'll give treats yes. all my rubbish. This happened over the weekend. And I looked in the bag and I said, you have to be, yeah, you, are you for real love? <laughs> you know. What was the reaction to that when you said that to them? Uh, <laughs> I better not say I'm on air. But you know what? You're dead right because but you know what? It is a special day, and if people have, you know, lovely things that they've bought that they don't wear anymore, they mightn't fit them anymore. That's the kind of stuff you want. This is it. I want stuff that's perfect that you would wear yourself and take pride in wearing it on a special day. Okay. So look, I, I presume now this is going to be extended. You're going to keep going, Teresa. So how can well, people get in touch? The, the owner of the centre got a phone call off me yesterday and I've wrangled his arm now to give me another two weeks. For free? For free. So I'm, well, he, do you know what? He's an amazing person. He's an amazing person. And I ask him for, he gives me for the area. And then all the residents association in Edenmore have come behind me and they've been doing time in the shop too. So, you know, and then there's another lady, Pamela Flynn. She has, she came down to give me a dig out last, Thursday and God love her she only got home last night <laughs> Teresa so, good on yourself and Pamela that is brilliant you know so people are actually amazing they really are you know and do you know something it's not me it's a whole variety of people pulling together in communities to help others well, good on and you. I just hope every county in Ireland will do the same just set up a small little group and exchange the stuff that's it yeah just like that and it was easy enough it was. There was a lot of hard work went into it initially. Of course. But sure, look, if somebody wants to do it, get in touch. Whatever we have left over, we'll send down and we'll give you a dig out and starting it up. Good on you, Teresa. Okay, so your Facebook is the first port of call and it's Eden Moore Centre. 
the Facebook is Teresa Kelly or Northside Community or uh, they can get in touch with me on Facebook and then the shop is in Edenmore Shopping Centre itself. Teresa, thanks a million for coming on. And just just one message of the many that are coming in about you. This listener says, isn't that an incredible woman? Good on you. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking time to air this, and I really appreciate it. See you, Teresa. Mind yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, I completely agree with that listener. She is an incredible woman, and there's lots of messages coming in about her. It's a lovely idea, because this is the reality, is Holy Communion season can be a huge stress. So if it's a stress that you are experiencing at the moment. I would love to hear from you today. Have you thought about, as Trees overheard those two young mums discussing, taking out a loan, going to a money lender? Like, realistically, what, what are the things that you need to think about coming up to a Holy Communion? Maybe you're on your own. Maybe you don't have family support. Get involved. I'd love to hear from you. I'm on 87 1038. Lots of messages coming in already about Holy Communions and how much you are planning on spending or how much you've spent in the past. I remember speaking to a guy a couple of years ago about this and he was saying, you know, I work hard all year round. I have a really good job. When it comes down to it, I will spend whatever I want. You know, when it comes to my little one's communion, if she wants a dress worth a grand, I'll pay it. You know, and he wasn't embarrassed by that I think sometimes we we can go quite tough on the people who do splash out because as um, Teresa mentioned earlier on this whole keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing but this is the thing is that some people want to spend an awful lot of money but I suppose the issue we're discussing today is the people who can't afford to spend a lot but yet still feel like they have to and they're talking about taking out loans and that's why Teresa got together with her local community in Rohini and um, has uh, um, started this pop-up shop and um, you know people are dropping bits and pieces in and it works off a donation process um, and all the proceeds are going to the inner city helping homeless Teresa is just brilliant loads of messages coming in about Teresa but I would like to hear from you today uh, if you popped into the shop over the weekend uh, let me know what you managed to get your hands on and let me know how you're planning a Holy Communion is it something that is causing a bit of stress in your house listen to this Leah has been in touch on Facebook and she says, my boy's dad will dress them. I've booked a place and everyone will pay for themselves on the day. I've paid 90 euro for his cake and will pay an amount for balloons, etc. and something to wear. I'll be due my third baby within 10 days of the communion and have my youngest son's birthday in between that as well. So if anyone doesn't want to go because I'm not having a lavish party, then I couldn't care less. Bring back the days of them having to wear their uniform. It's all become a joke. Yeah, um, it depends really on the school. Uh, I think... In our school, the lads wore their uniform or... No, maybe that was confirmation. Communion, they tend to wear suits and, and the girls wear the dresses and, um, you know, an outfit. Um, I'm sure there's loads of little girls that don't wear Holy Communion dresses. They might wear something else. But I would like to know, you know, how much that outfit has set you back. And as um, Teresa was saying, not just their outfit, outfits for other kids and the rest of the family. But I like Leah's point, I have to say, like, you've booked somewhere... But you're not paying for everyone. And I don't think you should have to. But I think a lot of people feel, Leah, that if you invite people out, you've got to foot the bill. And that's a huge amount of pressure on families. I'm on 087-711-1038. I would love to hear from you. Danielle is on the line. Hi, Danielle. Hi there. Danielle, I'd asked for people maybe who'd had communions over the last couple of years to let me know how it all worked out. So your little one made her communion a couple of years ago. She did in uh, 2015. My oldest daughter made hers. Okay, so was there fierce excitement in the lead up? 
It was unbelievable. I'd never made my communion, so it was really exciting for me. Okay, so you were you were enjoying it. Uh, was it a stressful time? It was, yeah. It was really stressful to try and figure out, you know, more so not even the dress and everything, but the party, like how to organize that and um, make sure, like you said, that, that everybody had everything that they needed, you know, the food and the drink and et cetera, that everybody expects. And why did you feel, Danielle, that it had to be such a big day and that you had to host this party and foot the bill for it? I suppose partly because I had never experienced it before and I didn't really know what to expect, but also because all of her friends that were making their communion, they were kind of having similar things. And, you know, I didn't want her to feel like she didn't have what the other kids had. Mm -hmm. And Danielle, is there just you or is her, her dad around or do you have much support? No, her dad is around, like, you know, I, I'm, he was supportive of it in, in all that kind of way. So we were blessed that we were able to have the money together to do it. Okay. Um, but it was really stressful to, find, to get it organised and make sure that we had it right and that she had all the things that she needed and wanted. Did you save up for long in advance? Um, yeah, probably about a year beforehand. Wow. I just started working and I was doing childminding, so I was kind of saving, putting money to one side for that because, you know, I was lucky enough that my husband could pay the bills and that. So my money that I made was just put to one side to help pay for her communion. Okay, so roughly, um, if you don't mind, how much had you set aside for the whole thing, dress, party, everything? I think altogether it was up around 800 euros and at that, like, it was just a bouncy castle and a barbecue. I did all the food myself and the cake and everything else myself, so it was really the outfit that, that set us back the largest portion. How much was her dress? Um, her dress was actually, I got it in the sales, so I had queued up to get to a sale in one of the local shops and I got it for half price, 150. So you were probably delighted with yourself, were you? I was thrilled, yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. And looking back, Danielle, you know, I know she's your eldest. It was the first experience of the communion. You hadn't gone through it yourself. When you look back on it, was it worth all the hard work and, and the extra cash? I have to say, yeah, I think so, because it was really a great family day and she was so happy and everybody was, you know, together and it was just lovely. The, the whole experience, even though it was stressful, I think it was worth it because she was just over the moon and everybody in the house and the atmosphere it was fantastic Danielle lovely to hear from you thank you for coming on thank you good to speak to you and I think a lot of people say that they turn around afterwards and go do you know what it was a brilliant day and I'm really glad because my child was really happy an awful lot of people argue that you know the whole point of the Holy Communion can be lost around all the hype and the outfits but I can understand how parents get caught up in the excitement of the hype and the outfits and making the child happy and it becomes less about the communion. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that that is, you know, what it's about for an awful lot of people and it's a chance to celebrate with family. I suppose it is a very big occasion in a child's life. Claire was in Teresa's shop over the weekend and says the dresses Teresa has in are amazing. I hope it's not taken advantage of by those that aren't financially struggling though. And interesting you make that point, Claire, because Teresa did say she came across a lot of families who would come into the shop and she'd say, you know, from the outset, you wouldn't think they were struggling. But she said, you know, everyone that came in, um, a lot of people spoke about their circumstances and their mortgages and pressures they were under. I think sometimes we assume if you live in a certain area or you drive a certain car or you look a certain way that you aren't struggling it's all relative and I hope 
Teresa's shop isn't taken advantage of but I also hope that there isn't finger pointing and people saying well what are you doing here you don't need charity as much as I do it's not charity as Teresa said it's help and I think if people feel they need that help um, they you know they should go and ask for it and that's not a problem at all Kira says my own dress was second hand I was none the wiser at the time I think it's great that we can do that without the worry of negative comments dresses are so expensive especially for something you'll only wear once in your life this shop is a fantastic idea well done to all involved Jack feels differently though Jack's on Twitter and says I'm sorry this is ridiculous any parent who spends massive amounts of money on their child's communion is stupid and using their child to show off sad thing is 99% of you don't give a crap about religion or even go to mass and you know listen I don't think people are stupid if they spend a lot of money Jack but I I do take your point that because I feel a lot of people um, get frustrated by this if you don't have the money don't spend it like don't put yourself under pressure don't be going taking out a loan that you might not be able to afford to pay back for one day I'd love to know maybe if you feel differently maybe it is something that you went and took a loan out for or maybe you took on an extra job Danielle mentioned that you know the work she did last year all that money went towards her daughter's communion would you agree with um, Jack on Twitter or would you feel no do you know what I want to give that kid the best day ever it doesn't matter what kind of pressure it puts us under let me know. I'm on 087-711-1038. This listener says, my daughter's communion was last year. It was great. Not crazy expensive. Home parties are best for these kind of celebrations, I find. Yeah, and we hear a lot about bouncy castles and I know there's different entertainers you can get in, but it still all costs a bit of wedge. Lynn says, Dunn's reduce the communion dresses in May every year to €30 Euro to buy the dress for the following year. Some parents pay €500 Euro for dresses which is crazy money. You can pay as much or as little as you choose. Yeah, and I don't I don't think they're referring to Dunn's as where you'd spend 500 euros on a dress. Um, and, uh, you you know, Danielle was saying that she bought her little one's dress in a sale, got a, a massive reduction on it, which is brilliant. And I think a lot of people do that. They buy them for the following year. But again, I suppose if you're under pressure from kids who maybe are looking at kids in, in their class, how well is it going to go down that, you know, they might they mightn't want that dress come communion time you know and I don't know how difficult it must be but like even when we spoke to Teresa Kelly earlier on the wonderful lady who set up the pop-up shop and need more shopping centre um, she was saying you know the kids don't know that and she was stressing like it's not a charity thing it's a help her pop-up shop but the parents are making a donation to the inner city helping homeless they're not paying for the dresses but she said you know the kids are none the wiser because kids just you know, they they would feel um, a bit sensitive maybe or insecure about if they knew that what they were wearing was either secondhand or bought in a charity shop or bought at a massive discount. You know, we had someone text in earlier on that their dress was secondhand and they were none the wiser at the time. Katie says, I was made wear my sister's secondhand communion dress. I remember there was no discussion about it. It was expensive, so my mom was getting a second wear out of it. I didn't mind. For the actual day, we just had people back to ours for a few sambos, etc. I was happy out. Didn't break the bank. Kids these days are spoiled rotten. I completely blame, blame the parents, all trying to outdo each other and guess, get the best pics for social media. Ooh, Katie, don't hold back. Jed says, thankfully I have two boys. It's not as bad as parents who think it's a great opportunity to do a trial wedding day for their daughter with a big white dress, horse-drawn carriage and large reception. Yeah, I think... Well, I, I definitely feel in the last few years there's more pressure on the lads' outfits 
than there used to be and you know getting the hair done they might go to the barbers and get the hair cut and everything in advance it's a big event it's a big deal there are lots of messages coming in with how much you've spent yourself on Holy Communions maybe if you're under pressure this year for Holy Communion and thoughts on Teresa Kelly's pop-up shop in Edenmore would you like to see something similar maybe open up near you Teresa was saying we should have these all across the country communities need to come together to help struggling families out I'm on 087-711-1038 I would love to speak to you Michelle joins me on the line now hi Michelle Hi, how are you? I'm grand, thanks, Michelle. I understand you're one of those parents you've had to go and take out a loan come Holy Communion time. Well, I have four kids and I'm a lone parent. And do you know what? Even if I didn't get a loan, I would have saved them first because I knew it was a special day for them and it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So I went out and all of them, to say the truth, you know. And Michelle, can I ask, Is are you just under pressure from the kids or what is it? Why do they no, need... What is it's it? It's not about what... Again, it's about their big day because you only make the communions once that's the way I look at it personally and nobody else is going to do it for them and it's just one of the, the things especially with me it's, I did it for the christenings I did it for the communions the confirmations and I've had two deaths as well and I've done that for them as well you know so it's just I think it's for everybody to their own but I think it's just they're only kids once so you might as well just have a special day splash out on them you know and was it a lot of stress on you, Michelle? Like, let's say for the eldest example, like how much did that one set you back, the first one? Um, when he was before, he's 21 now in May, um, going back to 15 years now. He did, his suit was in Jazz Reagan's um, in Maid Street. That cost 500 euro. His suit? Yep. I got a maid for him and my little fella only made his communion a year and a half ago. He's the huge baby for communion. And I did the same with him as well. Had the suits custom made? Yeah, yeah. Well, made to their size because they're big buyers, so I couldn't go into a shop okay. and buy a, a suit, like a small suit. I had to make, get suits for their size, you know? And what about girls, Michelle? The girls, yeah, the girls are quite tall and I couldn't go into like go into a shop and buy a, a, a dress, you know? I'd have to get for their size because we're quite tall, you know? So they were made as well? Well, I got one in a bridal shop and I got another one in another shop, but they cost, the same, even more probably, because you have to get their hairs done then the morning of the communion and then their nails or whatever else you're getting done, you know? So, how much we, how much of a loan are we talking, Michelle, for each of the kids? Well, if I didn't, to tell you the truth, I never got loans. I saved for it because I knew it was going to okay, be sorry. a day. So, uh, I never got loans because I couldn't afford loans. So, I saved whatever I had. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't get loans out for, I I planned ahead. I had to plan ahead. As I said, I'm a loan parent and I'm by myself before them, you know? But um, I did it, and I did it for all of them. And you know what? I don't regret it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing for them, so they'll pay it back when they're older. You know, that's the way I look at it. Michelle, I can't wait for their weddings. Uh, do you know what? They'll be paying for their own. <laughs> <laughs> they'll have to buy me a hat. <laughs> Michelle, you're some woman. Thanks a million for coming on. Uh, thank you. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye, bye-bye. You know what? Like, it doesn't sound like it broke the bank as Michelle said sorry I thought at the beginning that she had taken out loans apologies she didn't know she uh, she saved but 500 quid a pop for the outfits as she said for the girls one of them she got in a bridal shop so you can imagine how much that was and the girls had to get the hair done and everything four kids she's a lone parent but she made it work love to hear your reaction to Michelle 87 1038 Ellen is there hi Ellen hiya Ellen life was simpler when you made your Holy Communion yeah, definitely. Like, my mum my mom made my dress. She made my hairband. She made my bag. 
and then like my shoes were just like a cheap thing it wasn't anything massive it was all like small and then family over you know it wasn't it wasn't big the big force it is now yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so ellen how old are you now 22 so yeah it's not that long ago like do you remember being excited about your holy communion was it a big deal yeah, like, I was so excited, you know, everyone in the class was, like, really excited we'd all be talking about it, and, like, even the day, it was, it, it's a massive thing, but I don't think there's a, there's a need to do a massive big fuss over it, but I guess over the years, it, it has, and, you know, it's become more of a bigger thing than, mm-hmm. than it was. How would you have felt, let's say your mum had brought you to a pop-up shop, like the one in Edenmore Shopping Centre that was so busy over the weekend, and if you had known that this dress had been donated and that your parents weren't buying it, it was actually a donation to a charity. Like, would that have been embarrassing to you at eight years of age? No, I don't think so. Like, it it wouldn't have bothered me because, you know, you're still going to get a nice dress that you're going to love and you're you're wearing it for one day and it's it's not going to make a huge difference, really. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, I'm trying to remember back. I do remember the day we got my Holy Communion dress. I remember it was a big fuss. Like, it's a beautiful dress. But, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't as sound as an eight-year-old as you. I think I would have been a bit like, no, like, I want a new dress. I want it to be yeah. my dress, you know? Well, I know a lot of my friends, like, they, they wore their, like, their sister's dress or, like, a cousin's dress and stuff like that. So it wasn't unusual to wear a second-hand dress. Yeah, know? yeah. Lovely to speak to you, Ellen. Thanks for coming okay, on. Okay, thanks. Um, I had uh, notions as an eight-year-old, to be honest. I know I did. I liked the glam life. And I do remember feeling quite gorgeous in my Holy Communion dress. And I think a girl in my class, I remember, yeah, she wore her sister's dress. And it was lovely. And I actually remember on the day, like, loving hers so much. She had a hoop on the bottom of hers, so the skirt went out loads. So listen, kids are kids. I'm just trying to think about the little ones and little lads that are maybe going into the pop-up shop as Teresa was saying like they're none the wiser that it's a donation and that these dresses are second hand I'm just wondering if you have worn a second hand dress because someone else texted in earlier on saying theirs was second hand they didn't know did you know yours was you know kids can be a bit funny about those kind of things but I suppose you know it's it's either maybe what they're used to or like me if they had notions as 8 year olds Paula says sheesh once in a lifetime so is every birthday. Um, this is in reference to uh, a caller earlier on, I think. Um, Michelle, who has had four kids make their Holy Communions, their confirmations, and she's had two Debs as well. She's a lone parent. And she's like, it's once in a lifetime, I don't regret it. She spent 500 quid per child per outfit and doesn't regret it. Well, Paula says, I'm not a native Irish person and I really have to scratch my head when I see you dressing up little kids as child brides and grooms. Spending a fortune on cars, hair, tans, bouncing castles and the trimmings. I just don't get it. It seems that the money is driving the whole thing. A lot of people have made that point, the whole keeping up with the Joneses and like how much money you spend dictates what a great day it is. I don't know where that comes from. John is next on the line. Hi, John. How you doing? I'm good, thanks very much. Uh, John, your little one made her communion, I believe. Yeah, it would have been about, say, six, seven years ago, yeah. Okay, and was it an expensive day? Um, Not really. The, the dress was, uh, we spent a thousand euros on it. There was no problem. Two of us work. Why not? Our only daughter, we said... Uh, what age is she this, wearing a, in a thousand euro dress? Eight? Yeah. Like eight-year-olds spills. I know. I know. I know. It was like um, 
suppose it was like a little wedding dress, I suppose. But like, there was no big function or this, that, and the other. We done the normal thing, bring them around the houses and that. You know what I mean? Um, there was no big hullabaloo made out of it. There was no social media pictures or anything like that. It wasn't a big thing then, you know. But we just wanted to do it for her, you know that way. I do, but like when you say there's no hula blue, I get what you're saying is like you didn't plaster on Facebook, there wasn't a party. No, no, no. But no. you're still kidding her out in the grounds worth parading around the neighbours. Like that's a hula blue in itself. I know, but no one no one knew. Like I didn't know I wasn't going around telling everyone, oh, it cost me a thousand euros or whatever. <laughs> it could have cost fifty euros, you know what I mean? No one knew. Yeah. Did you, so, like, so it wasn't it wasn't to sort of keep up with the Joneses or anything like that. It was just what is it we for want then? We wanted to look nice, you know, that way, so. Yeah. And she remembers it to this day, like, you know what I mean? She's, what? She's 16 now, so. John, right, can I ask, you hand over a grand cash for a dress. Mm. Are you freaking out all day that something's going to happen to that well, dress? Well, I probably would have been. <laughs> <laughs> the wife was grand now, but I'd be like, a thousand euros, I should go on. Oh, so the, the girls mean? went shopping for it, did they? And they just yeah, gave you the yeah. bill? Yeah. He went up to the designer and then I went up and had a look and I said, right, go on. Oh, John, so, you know what you're in for now when the wedding comes around someday? <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, hopefully our boyfriend has a few bob and he can pay for the whole lot. <laughs> John, was it worth it? I felt it was because when you look at, back at pictures now, you start to say, you can see the quality in it. You know that way you can see, you know, you'll have them pictures. She's up on her wall. You'll have them pictures for the rest of your life. You know that way. <laughs> No, it's not to say, come here, if someone hasn't got it, and the, you know what I mean? I work, the wife works. We had it, so he says, why not? Do you yeah. Know what I, yeah, I do I appreciate that. Like, if you yeah. work hard and you've got the money there, you're happy to spend it, it's yours. Yeah. What's wrong with it? Exactly. Like, I mean, if, if people haven't got it, fair enough, I wouldn't pass comment on if, you know, someone had an 80 euro dress and make no odds, especially a man, I wouldn't know the difference between 80 euros and 1,000 euros, you know, that way. Anyone that makes a big deal of it, you know, shame on them, you know. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I I just feel, I suppose, there is a lot of people out there maybe who feel, well, I don't have it, but the little one down the road, her dress cost a grand, so I need I know. to play the game. Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't, that's what I said to the missus, don't be telling anyone how much we spend on a dress or anything like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, like, anyone know me business, so I wouldn't start to be bragging or spend a thousand euros or whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just to have her looking nice, you know, it's... She'll look back in the picture and say, that was a lovely dress. I don't know. She'll, she probably will know it was a thousand euros at this stage, but I hope she doesn't spend it on her door. Yeah. <coughs> yourself and said, your wife jazzed up on the day as well. Oh, it was just trousers and a short. That was it. And the wife, she got a dress as we do, you know, that way. Yeah. But there wasn't. We weren't like, we're not rolling in it, but you know what <laughs> I mean? We just said we'll go mad on her and then we'll just look after ourselves as normal. We weren't going bananas on ourselves either, you know? You can't argue with that, John. Uh, thanks yeah. for coming on. Good to yeah, see you. Yeah, no too. problem. Take care. Bye-bye. Talk to you. Bye-bye. I, I do. I find it hard to, you know, begrudge someone who is like, look, do you know what? We have the money. That's our daughter. We want to spend it on her. You know, and like Michelle with her sons getting the suits made because they're big lads. They're tall. She was like, I wanted to have the suits made that they would be happy and comfortable in. It's her money. Kira says, my friend's daughter's dress cost 1,100 euro and the little girl ruined it the day of her communion. She couldn't wear the dress for her school photos the following week. Uh-oh. This listener says, for my communion, I wore my cousin's dress. My mum brushed my hair and got me a new hairband. What are people spending these days on communions is ridiculous. And another says, being the youngest of five, I was 100% always set to wear my sister's communion dress and it didn't bother me. But I won't lie. 
I was absolutely over the moon when she ripped her dress beyond repair climbing the day after her communion knowing that I would end up getting a brand new dress the following year but that was because I was the queen of hand-me-downs yeah listen as the youngest of five I'd say you never got anything new your entire life so I think look we all can appreciate how delighted you were I presume you got the new communion dress that's great to hear Uh, but back in the day I wouldn't say it was a grant I'd love to hear your reaction to some of the messages that I've been reading out and some of the callers that we've spoken to because while no one is arguing that if you have it and you want to spend it, go for it. It's, it's I suppose, that if you don't have it, the pressure some people are putting themselves under to still spend it. That's what I'm very interested in today. Get involved. I'm on 87 This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.